Welcome to the Fear the Phoenix podcast. We are officially at the midway point of the offseason, as it is a little over 100 days until the season opener, and it's been a little over 100 days since UWGB legend Tony Bennett's Virginia Cavaliers knocked off Texas Tech in the NCAA championship game back on April 8th. Green Bay season also ended in a championship game, but the Phoenix came up a little short after they seemed to run out of gas in the second half of the CollegeInsider.com tournament championship game back on April 4th. The Marshall Thundering Herd won 90-70 in what was a slightly disappointing way to cap off a pretty fun postseason run in the CIT where the Phoenix got um, its first ever taste of April basketball. My name is Brian Dickman, and as I mentioned, this is the Fear the Phoenix podcast. Um, the middle of summer is or the middle of the off season at the peak of summer is uh, it's kind of a weird time to start a college basketball podcast, but I'm hoping to get the logistics figured out, um, get any hiccups or problems worked out uh, before the season ramps up a few months from now. So, so that's why I'm getting it started today. Just want to work through any kinks and that kind of thing. Um, since we're still about a hundred days away from Green Bay season opener at Link Darner's alma mater, Purdue, on November fifth. There's going to be plenty of time to uh, recap last season, talk about off-season changes with the program and around the Horizon League, and preview the upcoming season with guests. Um, So we'll do all that in future podcasts. But today I'm flying solo, and I I just wanted to do a quick introduction of myself, um, how my fandom got started, how this blog and this podcast got started. Um, So that's just what this little uh, intro will be. Um, I'm still relatively new to following the Phoenix men's basketball program compared to many of the longtime fans who have been following Green Bay basketball since the program started back started play back in 1969. Or um, some fans have been following the team since the start of the Division One era in 1981, or through the glory years of the early to mid 90s. Um, but for me, my first year following Green Bay basketball was the fall of 2007 which was my first semester as a student at UW-Green Bay. Um, I grew up in the Milwaukee area, so there wasn't a whole lot of exposure to Green Bay basketball, except for the occasional tape-delayed game on Time Warner Sports 32, or if Green Bay was playing at UWM. Um, Growing up, like most Wisconsin kids, I loved both the Badgers and Marquette, but when they would face off, I I found myself cheering for Marquette more, um, but I liked following both. Um, I went to a bunch of Marquette games growing up, 
and I I actually went to their second round game uh, versus Missouri during the Final Four run of 2003. So that always kind of gave me a little bit of an edge when they were playing the Badgers. Um, but my interest in following either one of those teams has waned pretty much down to nothing as I've grown older, especially now that both programs are too scared to schedule Green Bay consistently or come to the Rush Center at all anymore. Um, so I'm also embarrassed to say I was a casual UWM basketball fan during my high school years. You have to remember this was at the peak of the Bruce Pearl era when the Panthers were the team to beat in the Horizon League. Um, I actually went to three Horizon League championship games at the U.S. Cellular Arena, and I remember them all like they were yesterday. Uh, You know, watching the students rush the floor in 2003 after UWM beat Butler to earn their first NCAA bid. Um, I was there the next year when they lost to UIC on their home floor in the championship game and 2005 I think it was Detroit Mercy they beat Um, but all three of those games featured sold out crowds and amazing atmospheres and it really made me fall in love with mid-major college basketball I will say though it was easy to renounce any UWM fandom uh, once I got to UWGB because you know Green Bay is my school UWM is the arch rival And, you know, Green Bay's had a lot of success since I started following the team against UWM, so that always makes me really happy. Um, That first semester, I went to as many games as I could. Um, I had a a blast going to all the games, even though the team finished 15-15 and that first year. Um, During my time as a student, I got to, you know, go to some of the biggest wins in program history. I got to rush the floor twice, Uh, both of them actually in 2009, uh, when they beat Butler, who was number 11 at the time, I believe. Uh, they beat him in February. And then that following uh, December, they beat the Badgers. And, you know, that week was kind of a blur, though, because that was, that was my 21st birthday week, so that was a bit of a bender. <laughs> so that was, a, that was a perfect way to cap off that week was with a, a Phoenix victory over the Badgers. Uh, since I didn't get to experience... You know, the the postseason runs of the 1990s, for me, those big wins uh, during my time as a student, along with, you know, they had solid seasons for the most uh, part of my time there. Uh, they got the two seed in 2009. They had the three seed in 2010. It, it showed me what this program could be, you know, a consistent winner. Of course, Green Bay choked in the conference tournament uh, in both of those years that I mentioned. Um, but it, it still made me believe in the potential of the program and, you know, and gave me some hope as to what it could be. Um, so how did Fear the Phoenix get started? Uh, my buddy Adam Billman actually came up with the idea prior to the 2011 season. Uh, there were other blogs around the league, like Jimmy Lemke's Panther U coverage of UWM. Uh, Mike Pankow has WooshNet coverage of UIC. Raider Roundball was covering Wright State. Uh, Victory Firelight covering Butler. So, I mean, um, you know, Green Bay didn't really have one at the time, as far as I can remember. So, you know, we kind of wanted to to do something like that. Uh, If you read our post on the message board, our old friend Shooting the J came up with the name Fear the Phoenix. So, you know, I just kind of went with that. Um... 
I wanted to turn that passion that I had for Green Bay basketball into something productive. So we wanted to cover the games and provide as much news as we could. Uh, Adam was dabbling and, you know, thinking about a career in journalism at that time. So, you know, he he kind of took the lead on it, and I've kind of taken it since then. Um, but, you know, back in 2011, thanks to Andrew Gavin, the former communications guy at, at GB that is now the athletic director at UW-Parkside, uh, we were able to get media credentials to cover games and attend press conferences. Um, you know, there was a bit of a coverage void since Rob Dumovsky was the beat writer covering Green Bay basketball for the Press Gazette at that time. And he was usually tied up with Packers coverage until at least January so, um, you know, I guess there is still a little bit of that coverage void today. It's unfortunate that most of the local media treats GB basketball as an afterthought until the football season's over. Uh, don't get me wrong, it makes total sense given the historic and unique nature of the Packers. Um, but it does leave a void, so, you know, we do what we can to try and help fill that void um, in any way we can. I'm not really interested in in breaking news or looking for scoops. This is more of a fun hobby for me since I'm usually doing most of this research anyway because I'm interested in it. Uh, you know, I like looking up stuff on on GB's upcoming opponents. I like following recruiting and see who Green Bay is targeting. Um, so since I'm usually compiling this information anyway, I figured why not share it with other fans. Um, you know, Scotty V from the Press Gazette and Phoenix Rising 4 on Twitter. They both really do a good job. Um, Scott with his beat reporting and Phoenix Rising with his recruiting and Twitter updates. I just contribute what I can and um, I just want to be a supplement to all that good stuff that, that those two are doing, um, as well as the content that the GB Athletics website and social media accounts are putting out. Um, it's definitely a, you know, like a niche, small, target market. Uh, there's not a whole lot of diehard Green Bay Phoenix men's basketball fans, but there can never be enough um, GB basketball coverage as far as I'm concerned. Um, you know, and since I, I like following the recruiting and the storylines of the season, um, I do what I can to to share, you know, things that I'm looking up anyway. Um, I've played and watched basketball my whole life and I love the game. Uh, but as an end-of-the-bench guy during my two-year high school varsity career, I don't really have a whole lot of perspective when it comes to the ins and outs of a college basketball program. Uh, my closest <laughs> my closest taste came as a gritty defender in the back in the North Shore Conference, um, trying to lock down guys that would go on to play Division One. Um, you know, guys like Josh Gosser at Port Washington or Chip Rank at Cedarburg, uh, Chim Kadima. Milwaukee Lutheran, Jimmy Sherburn at Whitefish Bay, Andrew Ferry at Milwaukee Lutheran, um, Ben Averkamp at Germantown who went on to play at Loyola, um, just to name a few. So, I mean, I'll never really be able to write or express uh, anything that's too critical of guys that have exceeded my talent level, <laughs> but um, I do have some understanding of the game, and I hope that the passion that I have for for GB basketball will come through and be a valuable resource for anyone who wants to follow the Phoenix men's basketball program, no matter if you're a diehard fan or a casual observer. 
Um, a lot has changed since that first game we covered back in November of 2011 when Green Bay took on the University of Mary in the season opener that year. Uh, Adam and I started the blog on something called webs.com. Uh, we've since moved it over to a more user-friendly WordPress site, but there will be uh, some more changes coming uh, as the season gets closer, um, you know, as far as, as the website and and hopefully this podcast. Um, I haven't been able to attend or cover as many games over the past couple of years that I used to, uh, you know, just too much stuff going on. So, um, but I'm hoping to get back into it more than ever before this season. And, and this podcast really is the first step towards that. Um, since we're in the middle of the off season, the podcast will probably be pretty sporadic to start maybe once or twice a month. Um, but I'm hoping to get a good off season interviews and, and, um, make sure GB basketball isn't too far back, um, in your minds. Uh, once we get closer to the season, my plan is to do a podcast at least once a week to ramp up into uh, regular season podcasts. So that's about it for now. Uh, thanks so much for listening and giving it a chance. Please bear with me as I as I work out the kinks and get this thing figured out so it can be the best possible podcast. Um, I don't want to do one just to do it. I I want it to to actually be good and and have value. Um, so feel free to leave any, any feedback on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at Brian Dickman, B-R-I-A-N-D-I-C-K-M-A-N-N, or at Fear the Phoenix, and let me know uh, what you think, uh, if you have any suggestions. Any and all feedback is appreciated. So uh, my plan is to get the first episode posted in the next week or two, depending on my, on my guest avail- <laughs> availability. So, uh, so keep a lookout for that. Uh, And thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you again in the very near future. Thanks.